Hello, Governor, the horror audio drama that helps people fall asleep. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hello, Governor, the podcast. I'm Abdullah. And I'm Tom. And it's going to be a really weird episode because I, I think this is, out of all the movies I've seen this year, this is the mo- this is the only movie I think I've watched that I, that I think is very polarizing, for me at least, because there's a lot of stuff I liked in it, but at the same time there's a lot of stupid shit I just could not ignore in it. And of course I'm talking about the Hey Arnold movie. The jungle movie. <laughs> yeah, the one that... Every long time Hey Arnold fan has been waiting for since, well, first it got announced back and in the early 2000s. It was in production in 2001, but yeah. uh, Nickelodeon told the creator that they were going to make it, except they they were going to make it, but they said that they didn't know that it would be profitable for them. So they're like, okay, do a movie, do a theatrical movie, and if that does well, you'll get your Jungle movie. <clears throat> and as, yeah, we, cool. as, as we all know, the theatrical the Arnold movie fucking flopped hard. Well, the thing was with the Hey Arnold movie was, what was it? Originally, it was meant to be a uh, made-for-TV movie in the first place, and then I think it's like halfway through production, they changed it to being a theatrical one, and then they only had a very short time limit to get it out and made on time for the theatrical release. I know, and, and to be honest, I mean, credit where it's due, the animation in that movie is still some of the best 2D animation you'll ever see in a 2000s movie. And I think that's the other reason why it didn't make money either, because around about the 2000s, unfortunately, a lot of 2D films started to go down profit-wise. Yeah, I know, because Pixar was really popular at the time, and, and uh, yeah, they, they pretty much, like, destroyed any hope for t- for 2D animation to, to be taken, to be big blockbuster movies anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, well, I mean, when you look at Disney towards the end of the 2000s, there were some very hit and miss. Like, for instance, I know people really enjoyed, was it Stitch, um, Lilo Stitch and Emperor's New Groove to most extent, but then a lot, then a lot of other films just didn't do well, underperformed, like Treasure Planet, um, one that comes to mind, and, um, Home on the Range, I think, was the nail in the coffin for 2D animation films. Yeah, because that that was the bi- Disney's biggest flop to date. Yeah, that and Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet pretty much killed their 2D division at the time, and they couldn't, and they didn't come out with a mo- with a new movie. I, mean, I think, yeah, Treasure Planet hurt them hard, and they didn't come out with a new 2D movie until like four years later with Home on the Range. And then yeah. after that flopped, they were just done. They were like, we're not gonna do 2D anymore. We're just gonna, we're just gonna buy Pixar and just like, you know, have them distribute their their movies. And then they made the switch to uh, 3D movies with Chicken Little. Yeah, and the thing was that getting back to the Hey Arnold topic here, it's that it didn't help as well that the creator Hey Arnold left Nickelodeon that went over the work for Cartoon Network as well. So it went into development limbo for a long, long time. You know, and. Um, and weirdly enough, I did some research as well with this. Um, originally, like, the last episode produced on the show was the journal, which is supposed to lead up to the Jungle movie. That yeah, because the, it was... That was the original plan. But yeah, it could, the, But it didn't air as the season finale. It, it, it was, like, the middle episode to, <laughs> towards the fifth season. Yeah, because, um, again, that's probably down to Nickelodeon, their policy with not airing episodes in production order, but in any order they want to. And um and there was at the end of the episode there was a tease of um 
their par- his parents being alive, his birth, and also the bad guy that that basically did something to his parents. That's the only thing that was teased. And um, yeah, that was the last thing. And just because, because was it? They ordered one more extra episode for for that last season of Hey Arnold to t- to lead into the the Jungle movie in the first place. Yeah, and that was the journal. It was like a twenty two yeah. minute special episode that was going to lead into the jungle movie but that never happened because uh, the show got cancelled and the movie underperformed at the box office and it was just in development hell for lord knows how many years uh, 15 yeah. years actually yeah and it wasn't until recently when Nickelodeon realized, hey, you know, 90s nostalgia's in right now. Let's, you know, reach out to some of our gold yeah. creators and, you know, <clears throat> see if they're interested in continuing some projects they want yeah. to do. I mean, that's well, where, it, that's why we got this. Yeah. Well, I mean, 90 nostalgia was on the rise, like you said. And also as well, Nickelodeon released it, um, Nick at Night, which has always been a thing. But they started airing a lot of their old 90s properties and Nick at Night and as well... The Splat as well, which aired nothing but the 90 Nickelodeon stuff and the early 2000 Nickelodeon stuff on that. And when they put Hey Arnold, Nick and Knight and on the Splat, it got very, very high view view rating. It was one of the shows that got a lot of views on it. And it's and it started a petition back in 2000, like 2010 or something like that, if I'm not mistaken, to try to get the movie made again because of, because of those high viewing people interested in it again. I still think one of my favorite stories about Hey Arnold's, hey Arnold's production was they originally wanted to do a, a spinoff with Helga's family, but uh, and and they, yeah. wanted to, and they wanted to aim it at a more at a, at a more adult audience uh, on on and they wanted it to air on MTV, but MTV said it was too depressing. <laughs> yeah, because what was it? The concept was that Arnold and his family move. Um, Arnold and his family move away. It takes place, was it like, they, they said something along the line was like seven years, seven years later or something like that. With Helga basically, um, getting along with the concept that Arnold's no longer around anymore and moving on with life and stuff like that and her getting ready to finish high school and stuff like that. And then if you know anything about the series and how fucked up Helga's family is. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. <laughs> It says a lot when MTV says, yeah, this shit is too depressing for us. Yeah. Well, and also, what was it? They, at the time of that time period as well, they did have a, um, I think the other thing was they already had a 90 TV show very similar to that at the time with Daria, you know? Oh, yeah. And they had Daria at the time and they were like, yeah, it'd probably be too similar. Yeah. But, um, from, from what I've, I mean, the reason I'm going through the production stuff is because, there's a lot to go through with this because to tackle this, it's not like Samurai Jack where Gendy really didn't have any ideas going forward for, with that. I mean, he just came up with the idea for season five on the spot. This was in the works for years. Yeah, and and I mean, if you're a longtime fan, and basically the creator of the show, who's the, I can't remember his name uh, off top Craig, of my head. Craig something or other. I yeah. Think, I don't know his last name. He basically had the idea from pretty much from when he got the concept for Jungle Movie. And for years, people asked him about it, but he never gave the storyline away. He only gave, he only gave the fans like specifics. Like, for instance, like where it was set, who was going to be involved in it, uh, what were the characters that were going to appear in it, that sort of stuff, you know. And he released some concept art stuff, and that's about it. That's yeah, all we got. They, they released yeah. a concept art and an animatic, and that was it. That was all we got. Yeah. But he did come clean about two things that were confirmed in the movie, and that was Arnold's last name and, and Mr. Simmons being gay. I, 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 I love that. Basically, you find out Arnold's um, surname. I'm like, oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> 
and it's uh, short man for those that <laughs> that didn't watch the movie. Spoilers, obviously. Yeah, I got got a god mouth. I thought that was cool. Gave it gave his surname Shortman. <laughs> but no, it, it's no. I think it's cool. Um, this film got made because it's one of those products that obviously a lot of work went into it for a long, long time. They finally got some recognition by Nickelodeon to get this film made. And I think it's down to a few factors. One, um, the biggest factor has to be Night of Nostalgia at the moment with popularity of our generation now grown up as adults and got kids of our own now, which is very scary to think about it in that way. It's that, um, um, basically if we put, basically they realize if we put this stuff on TV, the old generation will come back and maybe show the younger generation it as well. And it might get us more money. But then at the same time, I think it comes down to other factors as well, like for fan petition as well that wanted it back. And also the high viewing ratings at Nick and Knight when they showed Hey Arnold as well, which proves to them went, well, people are still interested in it. We might give this a go. And they contact the creator of it. And he said he's still up for doing it. And they did, and they even did like a, a whole panel a couple of years ago at Comic Con with all like the creators of various Nickelodeon properties. Yeah, well, was, that's... I think I think that that was such a great panel because that was the only time you will ever see all those people together. Oh, I've seen that panel. That panel was really, really fascinating, really interested in as well. And um, and surprisingly enough, when you look at it, a lot of those people on those panels are getting those movies. When you think about it. I mean, never in my wildest dreams have I ever thought I would ever see Jonan Vasquez and Butch Hartman not only in the same room, but, like, practically on the same panel <laughs> at yeah. a convention. And basically them basically shooting the shit about the industry and about their creations and stuff like that, you know? Especially Jonan, because Jonan is a comic book writer who made it big. <coughs> I mean, he's not a, a cartoonist. He's a comic book oh. writer who, who made it big, and everyone else is... Has this this history in animation, and he's just this cartoonist guy, and he's just this um he's just this comic book dork who got lucky one day because someone read his comic book, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we want to give you your own show." Yep. <laughs> it's a it's, it's a lot of fun, you know. Check that panel out; it's really great, and and it's just it's just fun to 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 to, to take that trip down memory memory lane and. And it was on that panel that, that they announced the Jungle movie, which I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and the thing was with the Jungle movie is that um, it's out, everyone's seen it, and I think the large majority of people, um, the reaction they got, got from it have been positive reviews. Um, I think fans are happy with it. There's no outcry saying that it was extremely bad. It does have problems. We, we will get into that. Um... But I think the overall success of this proves that there is that audience there. People are going to come back and watch it, and younger generations will watch it as well. And it is proper for all to do it. And I'm glad that this did well because it proves that this proves Nickelodeon right. People want to see these old cartoons come back. So we already know next year we're getting the Rocco's Modern Life one, right? Yeah, we're getting Rocco and Zim next year. Yeah, we're getting Rocco and Zim next year. So. This has already done well. I guarantee you, if basically if the next two do well as well, we're going to see more and more of these shows coming back with these uh, movie specials, you know? I mean, I would, I mean, uh, I really can't think of like Nickelodeon shows that I think I want to see come back because quite honestly, because quite honestly, out of all of them, I think K. Arnold is the only one I want to see a legit conclusion 
for because it was such a it was such a huge deal because here's the thing for people who who never watched Hey Arnold growing up it wasn't like any other cartoon at the time because it was the first slice of life cartoon named Children and because it was a slice of life cartoon it was just grounded in reality and because it was grounded in reality a lot of kids today won't won't really it, it might not appeal to most kids because it's way more grounded in reality and much more slice of life than than your average cartoon but it worked at the time because as a kid that's how that's how the generation it, was yeah because it worked at the time because it was such a simplistic story it was about a boy living in a, in in a um in a boarding house and uh, and it was about him, and it was about him growing up you know, in that boarding house, and and all the people in the in the neighbor in the neighborhood with him, mm-hmm. and that that kind of stuff is very rare. Well, very rare in general, because you know, how do you sell that to to kids? And they yeah. did, and they did they they did real well because they they're like, okay, because it's a show because it's a show about a kid. It's gonna take to it's gonna be told from a kid's point of view. Yeah, and I think that's what made it work so well is because all these characters are still kids, and we actually see them go through stuff that normal kids would go through at the time. Yeah, and it's Basically. still and, and there are still issues in in episodes now that I think kids can really relate to, like stuff like popularity, uh, bullying, bullying, bullying yeah. is, is a real good one. Bullying, um, neglectful, neglectful parents, and so on and so on. You know, it's just, it had a really good way of um, balancing out drama, comedy, and uh, just growing up in general. That's that's yeah. the basic plot of, of Hey Arnold in general, yeah. is that growing up, what it, what it means to grow up, and uh, what it means to be a kid in, you know, growing up in a neighborhood uh, filled with, with a lot of crazy characters. Oh yeah, definitely. And I mean, when you mentioned about the humor as well, it's that, Oh my god! Some of the humor in this. Um, I mean, I, I've I've gone back to watch a little bit of it, um, just just to get an idea of Hey Arnold and stuff again. And um, some of the jokes. Oh my god! I, I can't believe they got away with some stuff on that show. Now looking back on it as an adult, because it's like, what is it? One joke that comes to mind is the bit with Helga when she basically talking about Arnold make her quiver to her knees and make her lose her get uh, her girlhood, and I'm like. At the time, I was like, okay. And now as a adult, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> I, do love the, I do love the episode where everyone accuses Harold of stealing meat. And he's like, how, how can I steal meat? I'm Jewish. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that's so hilarious. Yeah. And also, didn't they have an episode with Hitler in it as well? Oh God! The World War Two flashback where he just yeah. lies. <laughs> that that's like some of the fun. That's the episode that made me fall in love with Arnold's grand grandfather because his grandfather is like so him. His grandparents are easily the funniest characters in the entire show. Yeah, and and most of the humor comes from his grandmother being batshit crazy, which I just love. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now I remember Helga's thing. Um, girlhood. Um, Tremba, that was it. Make her girlhood tremble. <laughs> that was the end. I mean, it was stuff like that. Um, it was like little stuff like that. It's like little adult stuff, which I thought was quite, quite clever. You know. And again, it just 
And I'll give the show credit. It actually took a simple concept of having kids get stuck in a tree and making that some of the most hilarious shit you'll ever see. Yeah. I, I love the fact when they get stuck in the tree, they're like, okay, what what happens if we uh, get stuck here forever? And they imagine themselves as old people and they're still stuck in the tree and their friends walk by and they're like, oh, uh, they would help us, but they're all deaf. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> The humor, it's it's like the humor that that sort of humor there. Basically, what you would imagine a kid would would imagine would happen, you know. <laughs> Too bad they're all deaf. <laughs> they would have helped us. <laughs> oh god! And I love the fact in that in that in that fantasy um in that nightmare sequence, um Harold is married to a to a fucking squirrel and and she's giving him shit and he's like. I'm hanging out with the guys, okay? I'll, I'll be I'll be at Timmy's thing tomorrow. Yeah. It's just hilarious stuff. I mean, it's that's, it's it's such great writing and I I mean, I that's, really that's, I, I think it's it's one of my favorite shows of all time. I would rank it up high as one of my well, top 20 favorite animated series of all time for me. And it will mean the dream sequence as well, like you just mentioned. The dream sequence have some, some of them are hilarious, dark, creepy, really wonderful animation moments, you know? Um, it really is a reflection of life of how people would view stuff in extreme manner as a kid, you know? And, um, the creepy one I remember is the one when Gerald and Arnold, um, start working in a flower shop and it skips, it skips like when they're old men. And basically, Joe's still working at the flower shop, Arnold not, because they broke, basically, they stopped being friends because of that job at the flower shop. And they start, both start arguing about something on, on, like, the bus. And then it goes to the back of the bus. You see Grandpa there as, like, a really, really old, crappling man. And he's basically just start laughing, and his whole tire bottom chin just falls off. Oh, zombie Phil. That was, yeah. a, that was a fucking creepy moment. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, it's just little stuff like that. And I, th- I think the, way, the the way the show works, basically, like like you said, the characters, the stories, the slice of life style of it, and each episode is um, self contained as well. There's no real overarching storyline. Well, there is some to an extent, but it, it's it's all very well thought out and there's some really great episodes like well we mentioned like the 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 tribute to american soldiers and stuff like that when they go to washington see the war memorial and stuff like that and the um i think the other episode which comes to mind is um i was one of arnold's boarding um one of the people living in the boarding house and it's about his daughter you know which episode i'm talking about right yeah, I, that was my favorite episode arnold's christmas yeah, I, I I dare anyone to watch that episode and not fucking cry. And if you and if you and if you don't cry at the end of it, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> yeah. Everyone cries when watching that episode. It is impossible to watch that episode without crying. Yeah, and like I said, it it, it grew in a very large fan base, and a lot of them being vocal enough. We have finally now got the Jungle movie after nearly almost sixteen years worth of wait. <laughs> you know. And I mean, I'm just gonna come out and say it. I didn't hate this movie, but I didn't. I'm not madly in love with it. I mean, I'm yeah. glad it's. I'm glad it's a conclusion. I mean, I'm. I'm gonna say like the big, the biggest positive I think I have with this movie is that it's a it's a conclusion to a story 
that that's been waiting to be concluded for 15 years and I'm happy that it finally got concluded. Other than that, uh yeah, I I I think that I, I mean, I I can kind of see your point on it um in that sense that it's one of these things I think no matter what it wasn't going to live up to everyone's expectations. You know, because it was such a long wait for it to come out, you know. But, I mean, I would say some of the highlights of it. I thought the animation was very good for it. Very I mean, nice. I mean, it was, it, was, it was good animation except for two sequences that really bugged me. The which, opening, which one's the, the, the opening dream sequence of the fucking airplane with the CGI airplane. Oh, that was really yeah. terrible. And yeah. the towards the end with the temple when they have the large establishing shot with the temple. And yeah. it shows the temple, and it looks really terrible because it's CGI. Ugh, yeah, that was awful. Yeah, I can, I can, I can understand that. Um, and I mean, they they got, I mean, they got most of the original. What was it they got over twenty original voice actors that've been on the show to come back and reprise their roles for it. Um, I will say that out of all the new cast members, Arnold's new voice is really good. I think he was the best yeah. new um, new voice actor for for the kids. Stinky being the worst, I think. <laughs> Had the worst new voice for Yeah, I, I would say that. I would agree with that, yeah. But then and, but then again, Stinky only had like two lines in the entire thing, so I really can't complain. Well, what I mean is it's it's a film basically focused on Arnold and his fam basically just rediscover discovering his parents, so I would I mean I'm I'm not too upset that I mean, not a lot of the other characters got time to spotlight because basically this film is supposed to be focusing on Arnold, which I, I mean, the, the I mean, the three characters they seem to focus on the most in this episode were Arnold, Gerald, and Helga, to the most extent out of the kids, and then maybe Phoebe a little bit more than the others, but that's about it. I think that's one of my biggest complaints is that you could have easily t- taken out the other kids and you wouldn't have missed anything really. No, no, I, I can understand that. I, but again, I, I do applaud them how they keep them in, in, in the rest of the episode with the whole idea. Basically, they win a trip going to um, going to Costa Rica, you, you know? I mean, yeah, I understand that. But at the same time, it's like, it's kind of frustrating because I read, I read the original plan. Yeah. In, in the original draft, uh, Stinky, Sid, and Harold were supposed to have a subplot with the wildlife. Oh really? Where they where they piss off the wildlife? Yeah, but that never happened. That that got cut. I think. I mean, was the whole the whole film was an hour and twenty minutes long. So, like, I think that. I mean, I think that subplot. Why I think it would have been fun to see. I'm actually glad they actually just kept it to one main plot, one main plot storyline, and the only real other subplot they got, they finally wrapped up the whole. Helga and Arnold relationship thing, which I'm glad, you know? I mean, yeah, you kind of saw that coming, but they did in, in such a fucking terrible way, to be quite honest. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I can understand it. It was a bit cheesy in places, and it was a bit cringy, but at the same time, I think, again, it, they, I think they captured the whole style of what, what, what kids want, what they would lo- want in a romantic relationship, and I think that they did it well. Um, I mean, they, they they did have the they, they did they did hit all the beats that they needed to hit with with their relationship that which I'm happy with, and I like where it was left off. Basically, they are in a relationship, you know, but 
they're not changing each other's personalities because of it. You know, I mean, I, yeah, but I think the problem is I I really dislike Telga's character a lot in this in this uh, in this movie because oh, there were some bits which I was like, really, this just feels very very contrived, just just to push refu- this subplot I, I, wrong. I refuse to believe yeah. that Helga videotaped everything Arnold did throughout the series. Yes. I refuse I, to believe that. That is bullshit. Would, that does feel very, very contrived. Very, very contrived. You know? And, and, it, and it makes no sense because, like, okay, where did she get the budget to get to build her own fucking stalker room? Okay? Where yeah. did she get the budget to build this? Who was filming this? How come Arnold never noticed this? I mean, I would have believed it if she got the footage from someone else, but it's implied that she videotaped him throughout the entire series. It's almost as if, basically, they wanted to show off uh, like flashbacks to the previous seasons, but they didn't really thought out 100% how to do it. Because, basically, all the video footage you saw were pretty much past episodes where Arnold doing good deeds. And then when they showed the big, big, big video package... It's pretty much everyone he helped out as well, like with guest appearances from one-off character, one-off characters or recurring characters, you know. And it just kind of cheapens some of those heartwarming moments from from the original series because, so someone really fucking was video, so Helga was really videotaping him when he was with the Pigeon Man towards the end of that episode. Yeah, that's yeah. great. That's fucking great. Yeah, I, I just thought, I, I really just thought that they wrote themselves into a corner there and they didn't know how to get out of it. I mean, it, it could have been, it could have been wrote a bit better. I would agree with that. But, I mean, the bits, I mean, I just thought that could have been done better. The other bit which I thought could have been done better as well, it's like, there were some moments in it when I was like, Seriously, guy, you really are dealing with with with, uh, with the main bad guy, Sombra. Oh, and, oh, god, El Sombra. He was like, I understand. I understand they needed an antagonist, but it's kind of sad when the main antagonist in the fucking Harold movie was more threatening than this guy. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I mean. Sombra, uh, this is the thing that kind of annoyed me about him. It's that uh, basically he said he basically when he captures all the kids and everything like that. And he catches the teacher and Arnold and everything like that. He basically goes on about how he was going to be, um, basically, he said, Oh, no, no, me, Arnold had this planned all along. He's my partner and everyone buys it. I'm like, Yeah, yeah, that, guys- that, that pissed me off as well because <laughs> they were all tricked as well. Why, why do they buy it? Why they were yeah. tricked as well? Why did they turn on him? I'm yeah. sure Arnold wasn't honest about his parents, but so what, you know? He yeah. tricked you. He had, he admitted yeah. that he tricked you, and then you're like, oh, okay, so Arnold must have been with him, just because yeah. the bad guy says so, even though the bad guy tricked us into coming here. Yeah, and, and, and it's like other little stuff as well. It's like, for instance, everyone's like, oh, what's this big secret with Arnold and stuff like that? And I was like, okay, I can get it. They're being his friends since they known each other with, with Gerald and stuff like that and Helga as well. I, I get it. They've known him since when when they were really tiny. I get it. But at the same time, the thing that annoyed me about it was the <coughs> was that they acted a bit rude when they said, "Oh, why can't you tell us?" And at the same time, I can kind of understand why I didn't want to tell tell people about it because it was something very very personal to him, you know. And then suddenly, once basically once 
it got later on the plot, everyone basically forgave him about it for not telling him about it. I'm like, okay, hang on a minute, wait, what? <laughs> you know? And it's it, like it was like two. I think, yeah. I think another scene that really annoyed me was the scene on the boat where Helga, where it's clear Arnold is feeling like shit because of his parents, and he's wondering, you know, should I keep looking for my parents? Should I tell the should I tell the the class about the class about you know the class about uh about, about my parents yeah about 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 his parents, and then she comes in and makes the whole thing about her. And then she 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 fucking flips her shit over the fact that Arnold doesn't return return uh, return her feelings, even though Arnold is clearly dealing with a lot of shit. He told her about his parents. She should know what 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 he's feeling right now. But instead, she's pissed off at him because he's not returning her feelings at that exact moment. Yeah, Fuck I off. can. Yeah, that what annoyed me quite a bit as well in that bit. But then they do kind of redeem it later on in the film when everything does does get explained and she does accept it. But I just thought for plot contrivance and just to create a little bit of drama, I thought it was very very cheap and just not very well thought out, you know. And and another thing that really pissed me off is just like how fucking selfish Helga. Helga is in this movie where she she does does everything she does because she thinks she'll that'll make Arnold like her, and at no point and it, and it's and it's just out of character for her because we've seen her before do nice things out of the goodness of her heart. We've seen her give up her boots just to get uh, someone to find uh, to find that to find uh, what's his face's daughter. Just so Arnold could believe in a Christmas miracle. And she didn't brag about that. She didn't make a big deal out of that. She just did it out of the goodness of her heart because she want, she knew that Arnold was hurting and she wanted to make him believe in Christmas miracles again. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, it had from moments like that. I just sat there. I'm like, okay, why didn't, why, why did that need to happen? Why did this need to happen? You know, and I, it, it annoyed me. In places, it felt like I was watching a C, um, a show from CW, you know, when they basically just have to add, add in this melodrama and this teen drama just for the sake of creating some controversy a little bit. Because, like, apart from those those little things I we just mentioned, I don't know if there's anything else for you, but I think the rest of the film was very enjoyable and was surprisingly very good. I mean, there were some other things that really annoyed me as well. I I didn't like the fact that I understand that Rhonda wasn't the most well developed character on the show, but yeah. I like Rhonda. I think she could have been a fantastic character. It just bothers me that after fifteen years, there, all the all the the all the writers could think that they could do with her was just make her a a Zoidberg type character who just gets shit on, and we're supposed to laugh at that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's one complaint I did have with the other kids, uh, but I think that's a fair complaint that a lot of the other kids did not ha- had nothing to do. They basically were there to either move the plot along or to um, to give some comic relief. And, and, and it's even and it's even disgusting because remember there was an episode where Harold was mocked for being fat. Yeah, and here he's nothing but a walking fat joke. Oh god, the um, bit when he eats all the food and he basically have to go to the toilet. And he's like, oh, or the, oh, what was it, the stupid joke about him 
saying, oh, oh, no, no, my mom made me all these sandwiches to take on the trip. And he's like, well, there's going to be food, the, you know, we can't carry it all at, all at once. And then he just puts it in his pants and starts eating. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so fucking terrible. Yeah, no, it was just basically, it was one of those things that you just sat there and you're like, okay, this is the obvious joke. You're making the obvious joke. I mean, um, I think without all the characters, I mean, it just feels like that a lot of these characters that were there just to serve fan service, move the plot along, all be there for comic relief. And I mean, they, they brought in a couple characters that did serve, serve the plot, I would say, in some ways. Um, uh, Olga wasn't one of them, and if you say oh, that, she, she was there basically just just for fan fan service. I'm I'm gonna be blunt about that. Yeah, but because, again, I, because a lot of people liked Olga in the original series, and I get that. But Olga only worked when she had when 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 she had something to do with 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 Helga. Otherwise, she's just there, and it's pointless. Yeah. It's really pointless. Like it was nice to see the character again. Just wish that it did something with her. Yeah, I know, yeah. and it's kind of it's kind of sad because her her voice actress Nikita uh, Fetterman has gone on to do a lot of great work in the recent years, and just to see her be wasted in in this role is just sad. Really, it really is because she's a fantastic, fantastic voice actress, which is kind of ironic because. Olga she came back was, to do this. <laughs> which, is, which is ironic because Olga was one of her first voice acting roles. Yeah. What I mean, it, it does show that people who worked on this thing, they got 20 individual voice actors back to come back and it proved that some of them do want to come back and do do these do this film because they enjoy doing these characters and they're glad that they come back to do the characters again. Especially especially, especially Dan, Castellaneta, Dan Castellaneta and Tress McNeil. Those two are very hard to get because they're on The Simpsons. And yeah. for those that don't know, most of the voice act most of the voice actors on The Simpsons are fucking expensive to get for anything. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. And that was need- that was that was one thing I was really worried about. I was like, are they gonna get Dan Castellaneta back? And they and they did, because uh, yeah. the creator did post uh did post an Instagram photo of him and Dan Castellaneta on his Instagram. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like it does go to show you that some of these people who now are getting paid a lot of money will do do higher paid jobs now are willing to come back. Maybe not as much money as they want to, but they will come back and do these projects. Which explains, you know? which explains why Arnold's parent, Arnold's grandparents, have smaller roles in this compared to the series. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. And um, Arnold's parents, I've got to say, they were bloody brilliant. In this film, I, they, oh, were they, they were fucking hilarious. <laughs> you know, like, I, like, I had a dream, Arnold. I was living in a horrible boarding house with a bunch of ungrateful freeloaders. <laughs> it cuts to cuts to the other tenants, and he's like, "Oh, it's a living nightmare." Right. <laughs> <laughs> just like every single moment when they're on screen, they're, they're funny and they steal the scene, which I got to say is brilliant. And I will say this: I love the fact that this movie is a lot more violent than the actual series. I, I <laughs> no, think, no. I think, I think the the one scene that legit caught me off guard was Helga smacking the shit out of that guard with a fucking stapler. Holy oh, fuck! <laughs> and also, what was it? Some would get stabbed in the back and shot in the head as well for about poison arrow. I don't like. I'm like, damn. <laughs> But it 
was cool. It was cool to see that, you know. And Alessandro using one of his men as a human shield and, and, and his men just dying. He just, oh, God, kills, yeah. he just kills his entire men like in one scene. I'm like, holy fuck. He said, you're going to walk? No, I don't want to walk. You're going to walk. <laughs> He's basically one drop to his death. Another one gets, gets shot with the arrows. He used another one to block him from getting shot with the arrows. And then the rest of his men get caved in. It's 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 pretty fucked up and and it's it's kind of jarring but it doesn't really ruin the tone. It's not a huge tonal shift. No, but it, I think that does work for Sombra. Basically, it shows you how he is a bad bad guy. You you know how cruel he will be to his own men, which does work. I'm not gonna lie. He comes off a massive douche in this this film, and it works. And 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 big and big props to Alfred Molina for. Bring do bring in a fantastic performance for with what he was given. Oh god, yeah, it was really really good. And what was it? Uh, Helga's parents as well. Oh, they were great. They were oh, great. Oh, I I just I just love Big Bob. Big Bob is one of my favorite characters in the entire series, and to see him come back and it's just fun. <laughs> I just love that amazing Bob says to Helga, he's like, "Don't forget to hand out the flyers." He went, "I got the memo, Bob." Beepers are not a thing anymore. It's cell phones. <laughs> I'm like, damn, it, it, she's true. <laughs> and, and, and if you'll notice, um, Helga's family is now homeless and they're living in the store now. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about dark. <laughs> and I love the fact that, that after they get the SOS message, they're like, um, aren't, didn't the girls go on a trip? Olga and the other one. <laughs> All right, Helga. <laughs> yeah. And even they did the one joke with um, Helga, mum as well, basically being passed out on the sofa and stuff like that. For those who don't know, who've never watched the show, um, it was implied that she was an alcoholic. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, it, it still shows. <laughs> That's what we're going to say. It was just great. To, and, and, and hey, it was great to see, um, to hear. I mean, she even she even though she didn't say much, it was great to hear Kathy so say again. That's uh, it's always nice to see her get work. Yeah, and I mean, it's like I mean the ending. Oh my god, the ending was very heart wrenching for this. I would say for the film. I, I would say that, but one moment kind of ruined it for me, and that was the part where they show where they go to the temple. They see the murals. It's clear what 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 Arnold's supposed to do. But he just stands there like a fucking idiot going, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like even Joe and Helga were like, um, yeah, that's what you got to do, Arnold. But I don't get it. <laughs> it's basically, it was one of those moments when basically, you, you remember Naked Gun, um, 33 and a third, when basically. Oh, wait, wait, he just basically, gives them yeah. the envelope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and everyone just face palms. It, it, I, I, I can imagine people watching it went like that, you know? Uh, what am I supposed to do? Tell me what I'm supposed to do. It's clear you're supposed to open the fucking box and put the heart into the machine. That's all you need to do. Yeah. And he just stands there like a fucking idiot. Yeah. And I mean, I, mean, I, I liked how they wrapped up. Um, I mean, somber dying, Jesus Christ. Oh, he gets poisoned and then comes back all green-faced and looking like a fucking zombie. Get, then he gets stabbed and he gets thrown off a cliff again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh my god! 
It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, they, they did not skimp on the PG rating for this. Yeah. Animal. And also, I just, the, the, the joke which I thought after the fight with Sambo is, how can you get back to the village? And then you basically, you actually see, um, what's the name of, um, Arnold's friend again? Uh, Eduardo. Eduardo, when they say, I don't know, but I would recommend taking the stone bridge over there and just pads across to see a stone bridge. You're like, ah. Uh, I mean, there were some jokes that I did laugh at. I did think Brainy was great again with him, with him, uh, where when Helga throws her locket and then, you know, she retrieves it and gives it back to her and she kisses him and then he spends the rest of the movie playing the fucking pan flute. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) I thought that was great. I thought Curly deciding to that he wants to be a traitor, but the bad guys tell him that he's too crazy for them was real funny. Yeah. I did love the Wi-Fi joke where yeah. um, Rhonda asks Alessandra what the Wi-Fi password is, and she's like, uh, yes, there is a Wi-Fi password, but I'm not going to tell you it, you monster. How did you guess? Change the <laughs> password. And, and, and make, make sure it. you write it down. Yeah. You remember it. And I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, yeah, and I think the most surreal joke in this entire fucking movie was the pig flashback. Oh my god, the pig basically talking about how he got back home, and then meeting the snake and ended up in first class. Oh my god, that was like some of the most. And then then you have you have grandma and granddad's commentary in the background with the pigs trying to explain it. I went, oh my god, this is too funny. And then, the, and what they take away from it isn't the fact that the kids are trapped and in danger. They're like, oh, they have shrimp cocktails in first class. In first class. class. <laughs> and then, and what was it? And then them going basically, um, them going off with Helga's parents to go and rescue them. I thought that was quite funny as well. I mean, there were a lot of good moments as well, I think. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, there were, I mean, there were bits that made me laugh. There were, you know, good moments as well, I think. I mean, overall, like I said, I, I like the fact that it, it had a conclusion to Arnold finding his parents and, and you know, Arnold and Helga getting back to, uh, getting together finally. No more also, bullshit. Yeah. Also, there was a weird thing with Gerald and Phoebe. Was that ever a thing in the cartoon? I don't remember that. Yeah, that was a thing. Oh, I've completely and I, and okay. I had, and I had to look that, it up to to make sure it was a thing. I'm like, oh yeah, huh? I kind there of were items. That. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, I I mean, um, the bit at the end. Oh my god, I would have been so mad if that ending actually was just a whole dream sequence. Oh, you mean like the Arnold visits visits, visits Arnie episodes? Yeah, because they, 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 they did try to pull that card, but then at the last moment, they, no, we're just, we're just playing, we're just pulling your leg, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's just, I mean, overall, like I said, I don't hate it, um, but I don't really, I'm not madly in love with it, cause I think, cause I think, yeah, there's a lot of stupid shit in it that annoys me, like Helga being out of character, El Sombra being a really generic villain, and the scene with Arnold, you know, the forced drama and, 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 and the whole Arnold doesn't know what to do even though everyone tells him what to do and he just stands there like a fucking idiot. Yeah. But, but at the same time, it's like there are some things I enjoyed. I mean, it's great seeing all these characters again. It was great. Um, you know, the Arnold's grandparents are still funny. Um, you know, there were some jokes I really laughed at. And like I said, the the thing to take away from this that I really liked the most is the fact that finally, after 
15 years, Hey Arnold has a conclusion. And yeah. that, to me, is all that matters. Yeah. I mean, he's reunited, basically, he's reunited with his parents. He's now, he now basically move on with his life and not be hung up on that anymore. The whole subplot with, basically, everything was wrapped up that needed to be wrapped up. The whole relationship with him and Helga, everything that needed to be wrapped up was wrapped up. Yeah, and um, I'm just kind of wondering, because the creator said, if this does well, he wants to do a season six. And I'm kind of wondering where he's going to take that if that ever happens. That's the thing I'm wondering about. Do you think I, do you think a season six is a possibility? And if it is, where do we go from here? I think with with it, basically, just go back to the normal routine of what it is, but then have more of his parents involved in the ongoing episode. I think that's pretty much how you can go forward with it. To be honest, that, that's all I can say. I mean, because there's no, you can't basically. If you do do a season, if you do do a new season of Hey Arnold. There isn't going to be much story to tell unless you create something new. I mean, you can you can touch on issues that that they couldn't touch on in the um, in the original series because technology didn't exist back then. I would love to see an episode where they tackle social media. Oh god, I think that, so... that that is something that they they could tackle right now because you know social media is such a huge deal. I mean, social media, media, the internet in general. Um, young love, basically, because now Arnold and Helga are together. You basically can tackle with some stuff with that now, a bit more. Basically, being in a relationship. And, and I, and I mean, I would like to see a new season because, um, what was it? Censors, uh, censors nowadays aren't as strict as they were back in the nineties. Yeah. So you can get uh, get away with more adult themes, and I think. Yeah. To me, one of the things that really held that was kind of annoying about Hey Arnold's was the fact that you can tell the 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 writers wanted to, to go more to do more adult stories, but they were held back with, by you know censors. Yeah. Also, as well, the other stuff you can do is um, you can spoil more stuff with Arnold and his parents, which they have never been able to do. Basically, them basically re re getting getting to know Arnold, Arnold getting to know his parents and stuff like that, and reestablishing that relationship. You can do you can do a bunch of episodes surrounding around around that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I'm not against that, but I don't <coughs> honestly, honestly, I don't. I think that it should just. I mean, as much as I would love to see them tackle the, those types of things, I'm glad with what we got. You know. Oh yes. Yeah. Because, like I said, what matters to me the most is the fact that it's a conclusion. It's finally a conclusion to a show that desperately needed one. Oh yeah. And and that's all I can say really about it. It's like I'm happy that I find that we finally wrapped up stuff like Samurai Jack and, and Hey Arnold because those two shows needed conclusions because they were left on very very they they left a lot of they left they left their stories hanging and for years fans wondered you know, were we ever going to see a conclusion to those shows? And we finally did. And I'm happy for that. I really am. Yeah. I mean, but, I, I, but I'm... On, honestly, do I want a season six? Maybe. Maybe. But honestly, I'm, I'm ha- I would be happy if we didn't get one either way. Yeah, I mean, basically, best way to sum it up for us is basically we're impartial about it. Basically, we'd be happy to see it. But at the same time, I think we're happy with what we got. Yeah, I mean, because at the same time... As much as as much as this was fun to me, I would rather see new ideas for animation instead of just re- relying on old shit. 
you know? Yeah, no, I mean, it's like, it's one of those things that it's been wrapped up, they can move forward with it now, and um, it, it, ha- it had his ending, and then, to be honest, you can say this, you can't say this a lot about a lot of cartoons, uh, that a lot of cartoons get their endings, you know, and this is one of the few exceptions, it got his ending, it took six, almost over 16 years to get it, but it got his ending. Yeah. And it, it's the same case with Samurai Jack, it got its ending, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's all that matters to me is, like, we, you know, getting an ending to these shows that I grew up watching and, and just wondered how it would end. And now I know. And, and like, I, I mean, it wasn't like the Samurai Jack thing where I, where I was kind of indifferent towards the ending, but I was like, okay, it's an ending nonetheless. This was something I'm much more happy with because it, it's the ending I kind of wanted to see. Yeah, I will agree with that totally. It was the ending that I wanted to see and a lot of other fans wanted to see, and I'm just happy that we finally got it. Yeah. I mean, I really can't complain about any, I mean, I honestly can't complain about that, because it's, it's the ending that we, well, we wanted as fans, and we got it. Yep. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with it, you're happy with it, a lot of fans are happy with it, and it got really good positive reviews, Um and... You know, I mean, I'm looking forward to more Nickelodeon products. Basically, I basically this this proves to me that Nickelodeon can now deliver on these films for the most part. You know, it basically it goes to show that basically they will enough to give these creators what they need to get these made. And I mean, I'm looking forward to the Rocco Modern Life one, and I'm looking forward to the Invader Sim one for next year. I'm, honestly, now that I think about it, there's one show, there's one Nickelodeon show I would love to see come back as a movie, and that is Angry Beavers. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, Angry Beavers is one, one of the few I can think of off the top of my head that I would like to see come back and get a conclusion. And when I say conclusion, I want them to take the fucking piss out of them being cancelled. That is all oh, I want. That is that, all I fucking want. <laughs> apparently, episode has been made, and it is in the Nickelodeon vault, so who knows? I mean, the episode wasn't made. The only thing that exists of it is audio. That's it. Yeah. Well, again, again you got the audio. You can extend, <laughs> you, you can extend upon it. I love, it it. I, I, I love the fact that out of nowhere the beavers break character and refer to themselves <laughs> as, as uh, by their by their voice actors' names. What do I mean? They can do it. You, you know, I I would love to see it happen. <laughs> that was a that was a weird show. That was like one of the weirdest fucking shows Nickelodeon has ever done. Oh god, yeah. That and Cat Dog. I think those are the two weirdest fucking shows Nickelodeon has ever done. Well, the thing with Cat Dog, Cat Dog had a conclusion, so it was was no point bringing that no point bringing that back. To be honest, yeah, but but Cat Dog was a really weird show because it was a lot more it was a lot more gritty and dirty in terms of in terms of it was really deranged at some point as well. I always saw it as um, a more child friendly version of. Um, Rem and Stimpy. Oh, Rem and Stimpy is fucked up. <laughs> oh god, that one show I do not want to see come back. <laughs> no, the, well, I've got, I mean, uh, I mean, you'll never see a Rem and Stimpy come back because John K. fucking hates Nickelodeon. Everyone hates him. Yeah, and also, um, I think it didn't help that he did that adult series of Rem and Stimpy as well. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's yeah. I can't see Rem and Stimpy happy, but. 
there's a tiny inkling of me saying they might do it, but I don't want to see it. <laughs> That's the one show. I, I mean, the, I honestly don't want to see that. I, I don't want to see Doug because Doug is one of those shows I never really well, liked. Well, Doug. Well, Doug, they can't do because Disney owns the rights to Doug. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> so they can't. They can't do Doug. Um, Angry Beavers, I would like to see. Um, yeah, I guarantee you, they're going to do something Rugrats related. I'm shocked that, that we're getting all these things before Rugrats. I would think that the first thing they would have done was Rugrats. I think I think with Rugrats, I think if I was Nickelodeon, I would take my time with Rugrats to get it made properly. Just because of how big it was for Nickelodeon back in the day. Like it was it's wrong it was the longest running cartoon before Nickelodeon for a long time before SpongeBob beat it to the ground. <laughs> you know? I mean, it was, and I know people are going to say, well, but Hey Arnold aired like its last couple of episodes in 2003, but those episodes were produced back in 2000, in 2000. So, yeah. So keep, keep that in mind. Rugrats was the longest running cartoon because it was still being produced at the time. Well, Hey Arnold was, it was, finished its episodes in season five way before that. And, uh, they, yeah. they didn't, they didn't air them until, much later because of the movie. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So you know, for everyone who says "Hey Arnold" lasted from as long as it did, yeah, yes and no, kind of. Basically, the episodes didn't get aired um, until yeah. a long time. Yeah. It, it could have been the same with Invader Sim because a lot of the Invader Sim episodes I know in the states did not get aired until like was it like a year or two later after, but everywhere else in the world it did. Yeah. I mean, and and and, th- and there you go. That's that's Nickelodeon for you. But um, yeah, I mean, I would love to see Angry Be- Beavers come back. I would love to see Rugrats come back. I honestly don't know of any other Nickelodeon cartoons that they could do. To be quite honest, I d- I can't see them doing our real monsters. I can't see them doing it. It wasn't it wasn't a big big property for them. It's a memorable. To some extent, but I don't think it was like one of their big hitters. Yeah, it didn't. It it didn't help that it was overshadowed by stuff like Ren and Stimpy and Doug and uh, and Rats yeah. at the time. Yeah, I've basically just it came out during an era when um, it was very very popular. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just I I really can't think of any other shows that they could do into movies. I really I really don't don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, there's a lot of shows in the. They had a lot of shows in the nineties, and yeah, I don't. I mean, I can't see them going forward with any others apart apart from the ones they're doing and Rugrats, to be honest. And I, I mean, and, and, and another thing that really pisses me off is like maybe this is the wake up call. If this does successfully, maybe this is the wake up call for Nickelodeon to start putting out more original animated shows again. You know, because cause they yeah. don't have that many original animated shows anymore. Maybe this oh, is no. the wake-up call for them to start realizing, hey, you know, maybe we should, you know, go back to our roots and, and, and give creators chances to create new um, new shows for us. You know? Oh, good, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I know they have cartoons, but they barely promote them, which just pisses me off. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean... And if yeah. all else fails, you can just like leech off of Power Rangers and TMNT for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> they own both properties now. Yeah, surprisingly they do. Now thinking about it, 
And and then you remember that awful um, Turtles and Power Rangers crossover. Well, that that was done by Saban at the time, so you can't really blame um <laughs> They predicted the future. <laughs> oh, God, they did, yeah. Christ. Uh, they predicted the future that, that both properties would be owned by Nickelodeon. <laughs> at some point, yeah. But not at the same time, weirdly enough. <laughs> Mm. Oh god! Imagine them actually doing that. If they actually did a, um, if basically Nickelodeon still owned Power Rangers, they did a crossover with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but a modern one. Oh, uh, you mean like what Ultimate Spider-Man did with Jesse? Yep. <laughs> Not kidding. That actually happened. Look it up. <laughs> People will be shocked. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but but yeah, I mean, Jungle Movie, you know, if you haven't watched it, give it a watch, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I gotta say about that. Yep. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of fun. I mean, if you haven't watched it, if you're a fan of the series and you haven't watched it, what the hell's wrong with you, go watch it, it's, it's you know, you'll probably enjoy it, you'll probably enjoy it more than I did. And, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got to say about it. Yeah, pretty much why I got the same as well. I thoroughly enjoyed the film. And uh, that's it for us. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.